Welcome to the For Men Only podcast, where we want to encourage, instruct, and challenge you to be the best man you can become. Hello, my name is Alec Capay, and I am going to be sharing with you today on this uh, podcast, For Men Only. And I'm going to be reading a very familiar portion of scripture as found in uh, the Gospel of John, chapter 4. And uh, all of you are probably familiar with this passage of scripture, but I wanted to read it in your hearing anyways, um, starting from verse uh, chapter 4. And um, I was going to kind of browse through uh, the rest of this chapter and pick up on some things. And uh, like I said, it's a very uh, familiar uh, story as uh, as we begin reading it, but there's a lot of things that we can kind of pick up on, and uh, especially talking about the... Uh, uh, the Samaritan woman and, of course, her conversation with Jesus along the way. And uh, so we want to pick up the story in verse number number five. It says, And so he came to the city of Samaria, which is called Sikar, near the plot of ground that Jacob had gave to his son Joseph. Now Jacob's well was there. Jesus, therefore, being weird from his journey, sat by the well. It was about the sixth hour. And the woman of Samaria came... A woman of Samaria came to draw water. And Jesus said to her, Give me a drink. For his disciples had gone away into the city to buy food. Then the woman of Samaria said to him, He says, How is it that you, being a Jew, ask a drink from me, a Samaritan woman? So, you know, I'm not planning to get into some of the historical background in regards to what is really happening here. You can uh, probably do your own study in regards to this because there was some things that were happening between uh, the Jews and the Samaria and the Samaritans. And so it was a bit of a shocker for for uh, this woman, you know, um, to, for, for Jesus to talk to this, uh, to, to talk to this particular woman. And it wasn't because just, it wasn't just because she was a woman, but because she was of a, a different, different uh, ethnic uh, group of people. And uh, again, you know, you can do your own study uh, with, with regards to that. But, um, and and uh, of course the conversation goes on and uh, and um, <clears throat> Jesus starts to talk about uh, you know if he knew the gift of God in verse ten uh, it says give me a drink you would have asked him and he would have given you living water and so you know you know this is again there's a lot of things that we can probably pick up on even in this story alone but you know the woman said to him sir you have nothing to draw with so you know Jesus says. You know, living water, you know, for, for many of us today, you know, as we read this story, is one of the things that I try to make a practice of is to try to put myself in the, the feet of these people that are having this conversation with Jesus. Because, you know, um, you know, a lot of us would probably respond, you know, accordingly, you know, because we know what uh, what the story is all about, you know, the what what happens at the end. And so, you know, it's kind of interesting you know, as we read this story that we know the beginning from the end and uh, we already know what's going to be happening. But, you know, I, I just kind of kind of want to just help us understand that, you know, kind of put yourself in the in the feet of uh, in the shoes of these of this woman and uh, thinking, you know, what exactly Jesus is talking about when he says, you know, uh, when he when he's talk, when he talks about living water. And so in verse in verse 11, you know, the woman said to him, he says, sir, you have nothing to draw with. And so 
what's what's happening here is that you know Jesus is uh, basically, and she had no clue that you know Jesus was uh, referring to spiritual matters, and um, you know because this woman right now he's thinking more of in more of in the natural and uh, in the, in the more of the natural sense. He says the well is deep, and where do you get that living water? So you know, even though in spite of her questions, she was still you know thinking in terms of of uh, natural senses and, and natural, you know, order of things, you know, you know, you, obviously, you know, there's a well right there beside both of them. And uh, Jesus is thirsty and this woman is doing her regular routine. You know, she's going to the, to the well and, and Jesus is asking her for a drink. And so, you know, as, as, as the story carries on, uh, it says that, uh, and they're talking about living water. And uh, I just kind of want to highlight maybe just a little bit about, you know, what Jesus was referring to when he says living water. Um, you know, the term living water is uh, the, uh, actually, you know, the word living is uh, is basically just another way of saying, you know, moving water. And so when Jesus says, you know, that this is living water, it is basically moving water. And I'm not sure if any of you are familiar with the, with the idea that, you know, um, you know, I, I grew up in northern Ontario, and there's lots of streams, there's lots of rivers, and there's a lot of uh, also a lot of ponds as well. And uh, you know, I've come across all these uh, uh, smaller ponds of water, and uh, it's very scummy. You know, it's a lot, not a whole lot of activity happening. You know, but you know, as, as I begin to look at some of these uh, little tiny bodies of water and uh, little ponds, and there's nothing flowing in it. There's nothing flowing out of it. And somehow it got there, either by some uh, torrential rainstorm or whatever, and uh, it just started to build up. But eventually, over time, you know, this water just just, just sat there, and it was uh, it began to become uh, stale after after some time. And it started to produce, you know, things that are, that are not very uh, suitable, you know, for people to live in or to, to even drink even. So, um, so... So when Jesus says, you know, that this is moving water or living water, he says, you know, because, you know, this is, you know, as, as water begins to move, as water begins to, you know, uh, begins to move like a stream or like a river, he says, you know, it starts to, if, it, if it's moving water, if it's living water, then it's fresh water. It's something that we can drink from. And so this is basically what Jesus is saying to this woman that you know this living water is is moving water it's refreshing water so because obviously none of us ever want to drink water that's stale and dry and you know it has had doesn't have a whole lot of life to it you know it's just producing nothing but a bunch of scum and you know <laughs> every 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 possible thing you can imagine so um and the conversation goes on and Jesus says to her he says whoever drinks of this water will thirst again but whoever drinks of the water that I shall give him will never thirst. And so, and Jesus kind of takes it a step further. And he says, um, he says, I shall give him, I shall give him, the water that I shall give him will become in him a fountain of water springing up into everlasting life. And so he's trying to, he's basically starts talking to her more in depth of spiritual matters when it comes to this type of water. But the thing is, in regards to the story, like I said, you know, at the beginning that all of us know, you know, what's exactly going on here. <clears throat> and Jesus talks to her about, you know, her relationships and, you know, you five husbands and the person she's living with now is not really her husband. But I don't really want to get into that. 
But the woman starts to begin to begins to recognize, you know, that this is a prophet. You know, this is no ordinary person. You know that she's uh, used to interacting with, and um, and so you know we kind of kind of skip over a few verses here. Um, and uh, a lot of a lot of people use these verses in regards to, you know, to worship and um, you know other things like that. And uh, and of course, you know, worshiping the fa- worshiping the Father and Spirit and the Truth. And uh, this is this is not a uh, this is not a worship uh, segment that I'm doing here. There's just some things I'm going to pick up out of this story. Um, of course, you know, 24 says God is Spirit, and those that worship Him must worship Him in Spirit and Truth. And so, throughout this whole conversation, you know, they're having some a bit of a you know uh, natural, uh, just regular conversation, but you know as the things start to pick up and we start, and they start begin to start talking about you know spiritual matters after a while, and so the woman begins to recognize you know that he's not just some you know average person you know coming to the well asking for natural water to re- relieve him of his uh, thirst, but you know he, he's there on a mission and uh, he comes in contact with this woman. And he starts talking to her about, you know, spiritual matters. And so he says, you know, I have living water for you. And so, you know, the daily practice of this woman was uh, was having to, you know, go back and forth to this well. I'm not sure if it was a regular thing, if it was a, you know, a couple of days in between or it's a weekly thing. But I, I can only imagine, you know, the, 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 the usage of water that this woman had had to uh, <clears throat> had to had to consume, you know, on a regular basis, you know, for everything like washing clothes or you know preparing meals or even just uh, basic hygiene and and all that stuff. And um, and so you know all of this basically is happening. And uh, Jesus has revealed to this woman uh, as uh, as the Messiah. He says in verse twenty five. He says um, he said, "I know that the Messiah is coming, and when he comes, he will tell us all things." And then Jesus reveals himself to her and he says, I who speak to you am he. So I am that one that has been prophesied about. I am the one that's going to be bringing you the living water. And so, you know, what exactly is that living water? Um, as, I, as I've uh, shared with you at the beginning of this segment, you know, that if it's living water, then it's moving water, you know, refreshing water. You know, it's not not dry. It's not stale. It's not uh, become scummy or, you know, and things like that. You know, it's it's moving water. And this is the kind of water, spiritual water, that Jesus is wanting to bring to this woman. And uh, <clears throat> kind of skip over here a few verses down to, um, uh, no one no one said to her, you know, what do you seek? Or why, why are you talking with her? You know, the, the disciples came back and they found that Jesus was talking to this woman. But here, here, is, where, where, here is really what I wanted to... Uh, draw upon here in this particular story and um, it's just some of these things that we don't really pay attention to because we just kind of feel like they're insignificant you know they're just words but really and truly we got to understand really what's happening here in the story you know what this woman in an, in a natural sense of what she's doing is is pretty much a a practice you know that a lot of us people today are doing and so here here's where i want to here's what i want to pick up on here in verse number 28 and he says the woman then left her water pot now again you know that may not seem like a big deal for all of us you know as we read the story because we pick up on this particular chapter about you know worshiping in spirit and truth and 
worshiping and and the goddess spirit and you know living water jacob's well and all that stuff but it really began to touch on the idea of of what was in the the hand of this of the hands of this woman was basically was was a water pot she came in daily or even weekly to this well to constantly draw water uh from this well and um and she wanted she wanted that living water and but she she realized that she could not do that with her with her usual you know uh with her physical natural water pot and she said you know this this living water that you're talking about jesus is 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 exactly what i've been looking for and what i've been hoping for but she says you know i cannot contain this living water in this natural water pot so what did she do it says that she had to leave she left her water pot and i like the next part he says in verse 28 after she left her water pot she says he went away into the city and said to the men come and see a man who told me all things that i'd ever done he said could this be the christ and then they went out of the city and came to him and in the meantime you know disciples tried to help you know jesus with the food and prepare a meal for him and all that stuff um <clears throat> but you know i can only imagine that this uh this woman i don't think she could have had the impact on the people of samaria or in that particular city what she had <clears throat> the way the way that she had if she had carried her water pot to into the city because she knew that that there was something that was very real, very genuine with this, with, 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 with what Jesus was saying to, um, with what Jesus was saying to her and that, I you know. And, uh, so I kind of want to just pick up a little bit, uh, a few verses down and, um, it says in verse 38, 39, actually, and many of the Samaritans of that city believed in him because of the word of the woman who testified And verse 41 says, and many more believed because of his own words. And then the woman's, and then they said to the woman, now we believe, not because of what you said, for we ourselves have heard him, and we know that this is indeed the Christ, the Savior of the world. So, you know, if I can just kind of put it into, into our, our own personal perspective, um, you know, this, this is actually something that's happening, you know, with so many Christians around the world today with regards to, you know, their everyday interactions with one another, or maybe even just their regular Sunday morning uh, services that they go to on a weekly basis. And, uh, you know, we carry our own water pot. We carry our own water pot. And a lot of us, you know, we kind of just draw on on a weekly basis at, at the well, at our regular places of worship. You know, and we kind of have this idea that if I can just get enough in my water pot to get me through the week. Whereas, you know, this woman, she could no longer do that. She was actually growing tired of going to that well day after day after day, week after week after week, and just, you know, just barely getting enough and probably getting exhausted uh, mentally as well. I say, you know, I have to walk, you know, that long walk again to back to that well and carry this water pot back. But, you know, it, it kind of paints a picture for us today of us as Christians that, you know, sometimes we kind of grow weary. You know, I think it's probably a very wearisome thing for us to do, to have to pack up 
you know, the kids and, you know, get dressed, take a shower, brush our teeth, you know, comb my hair and get into the vehicle and drive, you know. But as long as we carry that attitude, that water pot mentality, that we're just going to go and get and fill up our water pot just enough to get us through the rest of the week. And we kind of do it again Sunday after Sunday, week after week, you know, kind of just taking our taking our um, water pots to church with us. But as we follow the example of this woman at the well, what was the thing that she, what was the one thing that she had to do in order to have the impact on the city in order to speak to many of the Samaritans that believed on Jesus? What was the one thing that she had to do? It says that she had to leave her water pot. Because if she wanted that living water, if she wanted that living water, moving water, refreshing water, there was no way. And that 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 springing up of, of living water inside of her, he said that there's no way that this physical, that this water pot is going to be able to contain the living water that I need. So I had to leave that behind. So when I go into my Sunday morning service, I'm not just filling up my water pot. I am allowing that living water to come inside of me and refresh me and move me so that it's not only just affecting my life, but it's springing forth out from people around me. It's affecting my everyday life, not just for Sunday morning, but for the rest of the week. So if I continually just fill myself up on a regular basis of this living water, you know, it's going to be more than enough, more than just filling up my Sunday morning water pot and just barely getting by but allowing that living water to, to saturate us, to, to just refresh us on a regular basis, that living fountain of, of, of springing up into everlasting life. Just, that's what Jesus said. And uh, that's what he said in verse number four, 14. He says, but the water that I shall give him, every one of us will become in him a fountain of water springing up into everlasting life. But there, was, but there was no way that this woman was going to be able to contain that living water if she had just kept her water pot. So my encouragement and my challenge to you today is this. Forget about your water pot and just allow the living water to consume you, and to saturate you so that it becomes, an, so that it becomes so impactful, such, such an influence for the people around you, your home, your job, your everyday, everyday life. and. Uh, and just like this woman, she was able to influence an entire city, not because of her water pot Christianity, but because of the living water that Jesus had, that, that Jesus had given to her, you know, to have that impact on the city. So let's just take a lesson from this woman. And uh, I really hope, do hope that, that, that this encouraged you today. And um, thank you for listening and have yourself a wonderful day. Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed today's podcast. Share it with a friend or a family member and get the word out there. If you would like some more content, please join our Facebook page, Four Men Only, or subscribe to the newsletter, which is on the Faith Alive Family Church's website, fasc.ca, and click the link. Now let's become the men God has called us to be.